Welcome everybody out there in the internet world to Sis and Big Pops Culture, the recording of episode 48. As always, I am Big Pops Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art, KY Medicine Man, Big Pops, the best guy in the world. There are multiple um, There's so many nomenclature. Names. There's so many names. They actually had to come up with a new phylum genus and species just for me. Just for you, Dad. I know. Just for you. As always, my lovely co-host. Hi, sweet friends. I'm Hannah Jo, a.k.a. Sis, and together we're an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family-friendly. I'm excited. This is such a good. We have such cool things to talk about this episode. I know. I, I know really enjoyed. Some... I enjoyed the webtoon that we read. I was. I know. It I was know. really and good. This is sort of the. Hey, the kids could watch every, and do everything we've done today. The kids could for do maybe some of the streaming stuff. I don't know about that. So everything so far. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So, uh, Hannah, give us the lowdown. What do we do? Yeah, here so we're going to go culture? into some pop culture news, stuff that's happening that we find interesting. We're going to talk about what we're binging right now or what movies we're watching, things like that. Um, we're going to um, review Pops's pull list. If you don't know what that is, don't stress. We're going to tell you what that is. We also always review a movie and a comic. Um, so today we are reviewing Encanto, which is my favorite movie right now. It, it came out in December, and I have watched it seven times. Um, I well, have a problem. I love this movie so much. So stinking much. Okay. And okay. We're also, I actually told your mom, I, I said, I, I could watch this multiple times. I've seen it seven times. Okay. Stop. And we're going to also talk about a webtoon, um, and we'll explain what webtoons is once we get there, um, called Batman, The Wayne Family Chronicles. Adventures. Wayne Family Adventures. Wayne Family Adventures. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, all right. News first. Let's just, let's hop into it. Nerd news. This is sort of um, local news. Ooh, cool. For the comic, Lexington Comic Con, Ron Perlman is going to be there. Who's as that? long as he doesn't back out. Oh, Hannah. Ron Perlman is Hellboy. No way. He's the uh, racist captain for the space shuttle that goes up, up and don't look back or don't look up. <laughs> it's just yes. a different generation. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him. He was in... Um, uh, I think one of those Sons of Anarchy, yeah, um, uh, yeah. TV series called he's got Beauty one of those and the Beast, face. which he, you never saw. He's got that face. He's got a face that everybody knows once you see his face. Absolutely, he is a nerd's friend, a friend of all nerddom. We all love him. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, cool. I, I hope he goes. Um, I hope he doesn't back out. I saw HBO Max is doing a new is like rebooting Degrassi. I, I don't you even have know no what idea that what that is. is. No. All of my it was a thing 90s when you guys kids. were oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. All yeah. of those, all of my '90s kids out there, all of my uh, young millennials know exactly what Degrassi is, and they now own all of the older one, older ones too. So my guess gotcha. is that you can, you're only going to be able to watch Degrassi on HBO Max, and they're revamping it. Okay, so I see, hope it goes well. 
Because they, they also are revamping Gossip Girl right now, and I haven't watched it because I'm afraid. You just don't want to talk about it in front of everybody? No, Get I it? just love Gossip Girl You don't girl want to so Gossip much. Girl? No, no. That's, That's a bad no. joke. That was a bad one. I practiced. I practiced those. So I've been a dad for 26 years. It, it comes with the territory. I was going to say, you've not, you've never told me that joke before in my life. So if I've been waiting practicing. for 26 oh, okay. years for this to moment. say that one. Okay, I know. Cool. Actually, I remember that first Father's Day and I tucked that away, you know. <laughs> We're going to file this File one. that one back. Um, so funny. speaking of new series that are like, so Disney's got like, Three series in the works that I think we really? should talk about. Okay, bring it so, on. Real Steel. No way. Yeah, like you, you love that Sockham. movie. I like the movie. It's it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots with live live robots. With That's what Hugh it is. Hugh Jackman. Basically. Yeah, Hugh Jackman ain't gonna be in this one, but so yeah, so that um, National Treasure. What? Not with um, uh, Nicholas Cage, but it's a. A whole different um, group of people, mm. um, and it's a TV series that they're putting together. And then the Santa Claus. I saw that. I saw now that. that. Does that does that has have Tim Allen? Tim Allen in it. He's like he's. I think he's like sixty three, an aging Santa Claus, and he's got to find his new replacement um, as he tries to transition from being Santa to. Uh, a retired guy and with his family and he's got stuff to do because his kids are growing and all that kind of stuff. So those three shows are all on daggone Disney plus. I'm like, wowzer. Um, the thing is that I would probably watch all three of those. Yeah. Nick Cage has this new movie coming out. He has a new movie coming out. I all the time. am obsessed. I, I think he's just, so, he's so good. Okay. He did you see it, pig? He has it down. I haven't. Okay, is Pig is on Hulu. Okay. It's not funny. Oh, is it bad? Somebody, he's basically, the premise is he used to be this famous chef in Portland. And I don't know what happened. I'm only partway through it. And um, he moves out to the boonies and he's got this pig that help, finds truffles and someone steals his pig. It feels a lot like if John Wick were a chef and had a pig instead of a dog. I feel I like know. Keanu Reeves and Nick Cage are like... <laughs> Very, they're like, like foils. Soul animals. Yeah. They're like best <laughs> friends, but they're also foils. Okay. I, um, I, I remembered what it is. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. I mean. That looks. That one looks. So funny. Wait, is this one. And this one's different than the one where he's got coming out where it's like a ninja movie. Yeah, it's different right? from his ninja. This is, that's the movie where he's him. Oh, he wow. He plays Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I want to watch broke. it. I can't help it. I love Nicolas Cage. I think he is the greatest actor of our generation. Have you seen, oh man, this was on Netflix and it's been a while ago. It's weird. This came out. I'm sorry. It came out this time It's okay. You go ahead and tell me. Uh, The history of swear words. Mm -mm. It is not for grownups. This is family friendly. It's for grownups, which is why I didn't, I don't think I ever talked about it on the podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. But it is hysterical and he's the host. Speaking and he's of Netflix, as that. Okay, wait, yes. wait, Nicholas Cage is the Nicholas Cage host is the hosts the history of swear words on Netflix. He's the host with the most. He's Netflix is raising so their funny. subscription prices to how much? Uh, Seven hundred dollars. I don't know. Oh, I didn't look it up. I just saw they were raising it, and I think that's because they have to pay for two new Red Notice movies. 
Two more oh, yeah. ones. Two r- sequels. Okay, I, this is news that I wanted to talk to you about just because it blew my mind. Ben Affleck talk, got Affleck. Was, was interviewed and was talking about how he thinks movie theaters and going to see movies is going to change. This is a direct quote. Go ahead. Um, movies in theaters are going to become more um, expressive event-sized. They're mostly going to be for young people. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That's what Maybe. he said. I don't know. Listen, I read 1984 and that's when they came out with the feelies, which were like the, you know, where you would like get water sprayed in your face and you would have like the bar would and all that kind of stuff. And, and we've gone that way. If you think really, if you think of like the attractions at like Disney, Disney or uh, other places. I wouldn't want to do uh, that every time I go see a movie though. Yeah. I don't Here's know what I think. My face. I think he's hurt. He. <laughs> I think he's mad that the last duel didn't do well, and that the new Mar- that the Spider Man movie did better than the last duel did. Because as you go on reading the quote, he talks about how it's all of these kids who just are really well, no, no, excited no, about watching the Marvel. Are you movies. sure that's Ben Affleck and not Ridley Scott? No, it's Ben Affleck. Okay, because Ridley Scott was the guy who did the the duel, and isn't that right? Or the green? Anyway, Ridley Scott came out and basically uh, said it was your generation's fault that his movie did so bad, and. The Green Knight. Yeah. I it might have been that. Well, I didn't. It might have been Duel. I can't remember. Anyway, I don't know who directed. But I thought that which, was so funny. Uh, yeah, is this funny. is. They're mostly going to be okay. I found it. If it if I had to bet, a drama like Argo would not be made theatrically now. That wasn't that long ago. It would be a limited series. I think movies and theaters are right. going to become more ex, more expensive, eventized. They're going expensive. to be for you. They're going to be for younger people and mostly about, hey, I'm so into the Marvel Universe. I can't wait to see what happens oh, next. Oh, gosh. And so there'll be a, 40 movies a year theatrically, probably all IP, sequel, animated. Here's the deal. Do you remember watching the movie? We watch it every Christmas Eve Eve, the holiday. The holiday! And the guy, the older guy, talks about how he remembers when there would only be one movie come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the way it used to be. They didn't have 18 movies a week came out. And man, I here I'm what? I'm glad I'm glad to watch movies. I'm glad I to watch too. movies in my home. I'm glad to go to the movie theater and watch movies and eat popcorn. On a big screen. On a big screen. Okay. The big screen. Big screen. Hannah, big screen. Hannah bit of Hannah Turner lore for use our sweet sweet listeners. The first time I ever went to go see a movie in the theater, it was The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. And I turned to mom and dad afterwards and said, whoever thought of this giant TV, it was a very it was a good very idea. very good idea. <laughs> and that is just how I feel about it still. It is just well, a very good idea. Um, speaking of your favorite Disney films, did you know that there is an anime film called Belle? No. Guess what that's about? B-E-L-L-E. A, a bell? You know. Beauty and the Beast. The daggone Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, anime. I haven't seen it, but I heard that it's out. I don't know if it's uh, if you can stream it somewhere or not, but yeah, anime bell. There you go. Um, the Expanse might be finished. This is. This is the last episode. The last episode, out, I, think, I think, came this out. This week. Which means yes. I can go now go back and watch from the beginning all of it. We're going to talk about this in the next uh, segment. Our next don't segment. spoil me. I'm not going to spoil you. 
I'm not gonna spoil. I won't be a rotten raspberry. I'm gonna just relax. I got some. Come at you through this TV. I got some. I got some news and some binging information. Okay, that's it. That's it for my news. I had HBO Max, Ben Affleck, and tomorrow, which will be Monday, which Mm. which is useless because this won't be. Yeah, um, the Moon Knight full trailer is going to be released during the middle of one of the playoff football games. Cool. So, yeah, there's a teaser out right now. Um, I'm I'm all for it. Plus, ah, we'll get into it later. We'll talk about it when we get to it. So, Hannah, after yes. we talk news, we talk binging. Yes. So um, I am watching uh, West Wing still, duh. Still watching West Wing, okay. And that's it? That's no. all you got? I watched I watched Atlantis. What's Atlantis? Atlantis. Oh, like Stargate? No, Atlantis. Huh? Oh, the movie. The movie Atlantis. Okay, gotcha. The old the old I know talking the old Disney movie. Man, it's one of my faves. It's one of my fave classic it's it feels to me as it is underrated. Not a classic Disney movie. It is <laughs> it is classic from my childhood. I was gonna say it has to be before like nineteen sixty to be considered a Disney classic. Well, it's classic to me. What I was going to say is that it feels like one of those movies that is just really good, but everyone forgets about in the Disney lexicon. I always get it confused with uh, Treasure Treasure Planet. Planet. Because both of those movies bop, and both of them are forgotten, and I love (laughs) both of them so much. So I watched Atlantis. Oh, gosh. Awesome. And there's this, like... Where can you see Atlantis? Let's tell everybody where we can watch these things. Disney Plus, okay. And West Wing? Uh, HBO Max. I'm trying to gotcha. think. Did I watch anything? Encanto for like the fourth, not yeah, the fourth, but that the seventh Because that's what we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I have binged two, three things. Actually. Okay. What'd you watch? And we're going to hit on them quick. Okay. Um, on. The first three episodes of Peacemaker dropped on HBO Max. How was it? It is uh, extremely adulty. Like, don't have it on in the background where a child could actually fall upon it. Do not do that. Um, so for sure, for sure, for grownups there. Oh, not even all grownups. Some grownups will be offended, I will guarantee you. Okay. The, the thing about Peacemaker is the opening sequence. Because you know how like when a show comes on that you can binge, you can skip the intro? Mm. No one should skip this intro ever. Just ever. watch it every single time. And, and matter of fact, uh, go on YouTube and watch it. They put it on YouTube, the intro. It's an okay. entire dance sequence with everyone who's in the show. Oh, I love that. And, and the first time I saw it, I was like, this is hilarious. Ha, 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 ha. Then I, and I read an article. James Gunn was like, yeah, just go back. Just keep watching it. It gets, it gets different the more you watch it because as the show progresses, the show is sort of sad, really. Um, it's hilarious, but the Peacemaker character is, is sad, honestly. Mm. And if you look at the no one smiling, during the entire thing, um, they all look as serious as 100% possible. Um, even that, kids shouldn't watch. There's mm. one little thing that is snuck in that I didn't even catch the first couple times I watched it, but it is there, and I'm sure a smart kid would see it. So, yeah. Anyway. Right on. There you go. Okay, good it's to know. amazing. James Gunn's use of music in his shows is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And that is on HBO Max. Okay. Um, I watched... The first three episodes of Boba Fett. We mm. talked about episode one. Yeah, but I've watched the second and the third. Um, really good. They sneak in another character into the show that is a fan favorite. 
Awesome. Um, and you know it's because Robert Rod because Rodriguez, what's his name? The guy who did Scott the yeah Spy, the Spy Kids, Kids is directing. So Machete, the is yes their uncle. Um, I'm not your uncle. Uh, exactly. No, no, no. That was that was Cheech from Cheech and Chong. It was their brothers. They were. You would see. You know who he is. When you okay. see him, you know who he is. But okay. um, they. I'm going to tell this one little part. He, of course, he has Jabba's place. He's taken over mm. Jabba's, mm-hmm. and we all know that Luke killed the Rancor. Mm-hmm. Um, What's underneath the thing? He is given a Rancor. Boba Fett is given a Rancor, and you come to find out that Rancors are just like loving pets. Like they imprint on the first human they see and they love them and they're like extremely sensitive creatures. They are just, but and, they're just fighters. Jabba's, oh, okay. So uh, the person who is taking care of the Rancor is Machete. And and there's a, there's a tease that like the lore of the Rancor is that like uh, even in the, um, the, I don't know, like, the old fiction or whatever that yeah. the witches of whatever would ride them. So I think before this, he's going to ride over, one. We're going to get Boba Fett yes. riding the Rancor, which I can't wait to see. Um, and I watched the entire, not this last season. You watched all of, of Expanse? Expanse, but the one before that we hadn't seen. Okay, the so one that takes you watched, place. You watched six and seven. Uh, I don't know. Whatever the last one is, it just I finished. haven't finished I have the not one where they go to the thing. Where, where they, they go like, through the ring. Where they go through the rings into the other planet and there's a okay. belters there. I haven't finished gotcha. that season yet. So I watched because that. Because that one scary guy started doing scary guy stuff. And I was like, I don't have the emotional energy for this. Stop it. Okay, so I fin- I went back and rewatched that. And then I watched the next whole entire series. Okay. Which is a little bit bizarre. I mean, the, the next one is, um, they're all separate. They all separate. No! And, but they all come back, except, I don't know if you remember, but there was a deal where they had said, like, the guy who plays Alex Camille, whatever, was charged with, no, Alex, the 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 driver of the ship. Oh, no, cowboy guy. Like he did, the Martian, like he did some, like one of those, the Me Too thing. Was he taken? Was he taken by the Martian Alliance? No, no, they got rid of him out of the show. So... Because of the allegations of sexual oh he did like oh he did like bad stuff like this isn't That's, like I I don't know that it's ever been finished or ever been you know, I didn't but, know that yeah so well, they wrote him out of the show that. so they wrote him out and it was a good they, the way they wrote him out was good I'm okay. not going to spoil Man. it but okay um yeah Ugh. so here's the deal I wanted to give you this information so the mm. guy that plays Amos West Chantham Chantham I whatever, like him he joined the Navy. Immediately out of high school or something right around there. Is he Jewish? And, I don't know. But he joined the I don't know. What's that have to do with joining the Navy? He has a he has a he has a tattoo Star on David? his arm that's a Jewish word. Oh, well, Hebrew. It could be just a Hebrew. I mean, who knows? Anyway, which goes, that's another story. Your mom asked a lady that uh that she had saw she had Jewish uh, uh Hebrew letters around her neck and she wouldn't know what they meant. She asked the tattoo. Anyway, so the story is he joined the Navy, and they filmed a show, a movie, on his ship. And he was allowed to be an extra. And after that, after he got out, everybody, the people who filmed it were like, hey, we'd like you to try out for this and do this. And that's how he ended up. In that's the, so cool. 
Yeah. yeah, he is the so word. He is the word Hebrew. Tenshul, and he has Hebrew on his arm. There you go. I wonder. Hebrew, yes. Because I Googled that at some point because gotcha. I didn't know. Because I was like, I know what that word is. Why do I know that word? Okay. And yeah, that's just. So anyway. That's his actual that's what I'm person binging. tattoo. Okay. Did you actual, watch Don't Look Up? I'm halfway through it. It's uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. It wasn't funny. It was supposed to be a comedy and I didn't think it was funny. Uh, it's it's um, it's a social commentary is what it is. It made my heart sad and I didn't laugh. Well, I didn't. I haven't finished it, and I probably I, won't. Okay. Well, I watched it. Uh, the guy who um, plays the Steve Jobs slash Jeff Bezos character, the guy mm-hmm. who owns the cell phone, yeah, he's company creepy or whatever. as heck. Yeah, that was the guy who starred. He was one of the stars in. Um, uh, oh gosh, the movie I loved about where the kid had to go in and save all these things on the video game Ready Player One. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. A lot of big stars in it, but mm. I didn't. Yeah, Fair it's not one of my things. Fair yeah. enough. I won't okay. Finish. Pool list. What is a pool yeah, list, ex- Dad? Well, a pool list is a list of comics that you give your uh, local comic provider, and they grab from the shelf when they come in, um, and they're ready for you, and they hand them to you, and you, then there you go. That's what it is. Usually, if you have a pool list, you usually get a discount. Ayo. On comic books, which is very nice considering they're a fortune. Um, next week, I'm going to get six books that aren't on my pool list. Because it's your we're birthday? Gonna review, well, because I won't be able to go to my local comic provider. So when we record the podcast, I will have gotten – I'm going to do that. I thought that would be fun. Six oh, brand fun. new books. Six but new this books. time I, I, um, I actually so, – uh, What he's going to do for us – yeah, I'm going to choose six books: two from DC, yes. two from Marvel, and two independent titles. And a so book I was of the week. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say Batman: Urban Legends was my book of the week, but I changed my mind. So I have okay. it, so my picture that I did for all these is completely wrong. But it's fine. Batman: Urban Legends though is an anthology, and there's usually four stories in each. Is this one of yours? Issue? No, it's not. I'm just going to tell this right now. Oh, okay. So if you want, this is a good time to pick it up because all four stories are brand new. They start brand new story arcs cool. in all four because that usually doesn't happen. And these are all dealing with magic. Four magical myth myths featuring one of them was Ace the Bat Hound, which is really cool. So, yeah. So here you go. My first uh, my first book. Let's shuffle them around. Shuffle, shuffle them around. Shuffle. What are we going to talk about first, Dad? The first book is Batgirls, issue two. Bat, bat girls? Yeah. Plural? With an S. Bat girls. Yes. Bat girls. Um, so this is issue two. I'm sure you could get issue one if you wanted. It's it's a fun book. This follows um, bat girl, two, three bat girls, basically. Barbara Gordon has moved into a, an apartment and she has two of the uh, uh, girls who have been bat girls, Cassandra Kane and um, Cassie. I can't remember. She's called the spoiler. And um, it is so fun. This the art in it is is lighthearted and fun, and their um, dynamics. This a lot of times it, I think um, I don't know. It does a real good job of including the teen culture um, in this book. The these are two teenage culture. girls. We love these the are, teen culture. Yeah, you know I'm an old fart, and, and um, uh, Becky Cloonan is the writer. She's a fantastic writer. Um, there's a lot of good moments in this book. Like there's one, there's one part where uh, 
uh, Dick Grayson is talking to uh, Barbara Gordon. She's on the phone with him and she, and mm. Barbara's like, no, I'm not being a helicopter mom, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, yeah, I love you too. I'll see you. But it, it's That's funny. very good. The relationship is really good. Sweet. We love a sweet yeah. relationship with a parental figure. Well, speaking of sweet relationships, mm. one, my, uh, one of my books from Image Comics is called Rain, R-A-I-N. This book is, is an adaption. Issue one. Um, this is an adaption of a short story, a novella or whatever you call them, written by Joe Hill, which is a horror, horror comic guy because Trevin really likes horror comics and he collects all of them. He loves okay, Joe well, Hill. Rain is, um, it's not written by him, but it's adapted from his work. Okay, cool. And it is... Spooky? I mean, it's... it's Based the premise is it follows, you have this young girl and she's, um, and she's in a relationship with another late with, with another girl. And it's, um, the relationship is, they do such a great job of setting up this relationship as one is far away and she's here and they're moving. And then the one girl who's, you get her inner dialogue, she talks about her neighbors and okay. blah, blah, blah. And um, so they really do a good job of creating an emotional connection between all the characters in this book. Okay. And then what happens is um, it's like in Colorado and it is um, like it's 100 degrees outside. Then all of a sudden out of nowhere, a storm cloud comes up and it rains crystal shards of like nails, crystals. And it like wipes, kills like. Yeah, it ruins everything. Yeah, 16 people a second is what the math ended up oh, doing because it rained for like five minutes. And one of them was the, hmm. like the, the, her love of her life couldn't, was trying to get to the house from the car. And at yeah. that point, do you just stay in the car? She was already out. She oh. wasn't in the car. And, but they came down so fast. And so I am Man. interested to see where this goes. I've never read the story. Ugh. But it looks great. It's spooky. It's kind of sad. I know. It is. Like it's a, death it's by a, like the, uh, there's this Taylor Swift song. Losing you. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> this was bad. Blah. This one was rough. This was definitely for not for kids. Um, a good uh, Fantastic Four issue 39. <laughs> they, um, I'm my pen. I like this book because it reminds me of Encanto. I love Encanto. Okay, I mean, so, we'll get there. But um, what did you like about is, it? Franklin Richards was mm-hmm. like at like age six was the most powerful being in the. He created a pocket universe and saved everyone at that age. And now he has lost. He has no powers in the mm-hmm. midst of a family who all have powers. Man, which very Encanto ish. Mm. Anyway. So this whole deal was there is a um, custody battle going on over a, a one of the over a um, child who is living with the Fantastic Four, and um, then what happens is the lawyer, the other guy, is basically come calling into question the parenting abilities of the Fantastic Four. So it is um, this this issue deals That's with the six awful. the six faces of Franklin Richards. So they basically talk about all the different people that Franklin Richards has been and um and his going to therapy how it's helped him going to therapy and everything well, so therapy helps everyone it was great i loved it well I my could. last um independent is also an image title and this is 
Department of Truth, issue 15. Hey! So this was interesting into the fact that... 15? um, Issue 15. So the Department of Truth basically is they are going out and debunking things that are... Um, because here's the deal in this world, if enough people believe something, even though it's not it true, true. It, it becomes true, manifests itself. So in this issue, it's talking about the very beginnings with Lee Harvey Oswald and the guy with the tinfoil hat and how Lee Harvey decided he wanted to create the department of truth, uh, not, no, not department of truth. He wanted to put enough something out there so that something would become real. He wanted to create one of the myths to bring it into existence so that he could capture like a UFO. So he wanted to create UFOs in order so to capture. Like in like the 60s and when everybody was yes, 50s and 60s. But instead, and he wasn't out? specific enough. Oh, no. Monkey Paul wasn't specific enough and created this character that um, is through. There's the myth- mythos about. No, it's called Mothman. Go oh, look it no. up. It I know exists. About- yeah. So instead, he was trying to create flying saucers. Instead, he enough people thought flying creatures and created the Mothman became a real creature. So um, really cool. Lee, this is not a traditional comic Mr. book. Mr. Oswald. It's not traditional. So there's not panels. There's a lot of writing. It basically looks like a um, like a cover? transcript. It's like a transcript of an interview. Oh, so, sick. And um, but there are like giant open like if you open it, it'll be a giant spread of two pages cool. of a picture and then the rest would be like redacted stuff and then um, transcripts. That's so fun! I yeah. love that. We really like um, Department of Truth on this pod. I do. I like it. It's good. We, it's a thinker. That's for sure. We it's found for adults. we found an issue one because Trevin is collecting all of them. And oh we wow! Found, good. We found an issue one. It's a variant cover A. Oh, I don't know what that variant, is. But. It's the first variant cover of issue one. But uh-huh. at your comic book store, they had an issue one. It was 150 bucks. What? It was 150 bucks for issue one of Department oh, of Oh, gosh. Like the original I cover. I quit just tossing it around. <laughs> it's it expensive. Like, because it's, it's 150 bucks for the first like, for cover. The OG cover. For the OG gotcha. cover of issue one. But we okay. found the variant cover, and I think he paid like $10. All right. But paying 150 Man. versus 10 <laughs> I'd rather pay 10. It's a big difference. It's the same So, book. um, my uh, last DC book is called Detective Comics, issue 1048. The detect- This is a little bit of a bummer because Detective Comics is weekly for the next 12 weeks. 1048? Well, yeah, 1048. That's is the so issue. many comics. Well, issue, well, that's where Batman came from, Detective oh, Comics. Okay. Yeah. So okay. now Batman has left after Fear State. He's gone, and it's basically the entire. Uh, bat family and what what has happened is so this is the second issue of a 12 issue story inside of a comic okay. and um so arkham asylum has been destroyed oh no and now they've yeah so they've created arkham tower in the middle of the city what could go wrong nothing let's absolutely nothing nothing about that so is it all bad everything is gonna go great absolutely horrible so Every um, <laughs> all of the bat characters are involved except for Batman. Uh oh. Um, the cover of Detective 1048, it looks like it has Harley Quinn on the cover, but you come to find out it's another character who thinks she's Harley Quinn inside Arkham Tower. So there's a guy running the tower that oh, is like got all of these um villains that are all like laid back, they're on a new type of medication. You know, this isn't going well. 
the funny part was Mr. Freeze was walking to go get himself an iced latte. I thought that was funny. But um, these people, I really enjoy the story. And a lot of the a lot of these will have a like backup stories. And I don't much care for those. But you enjoyed them on this one. That's fun. Because it's about a little boy who saw a battle between Batman and the Joker, was rescued from that, and came away from that with a skewed view of Batman and the Joker. So I believe that that kid is the guy who's running Arkham Tower. Okay. And it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. So my um, Marvel. My last Marvel book is uh, issue four of Dark Ages, which is written by Tom Taylor, the guy who did um, Deceased that I love so much. He's also mm-hmm. doing Nightwing and uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so this is the Marvel Universe when there's no electricity. And uh, because of a character that um, uh, was running uh, like a – it's like a doomsday machine – in the center of the planet and Dr. Strange created a huge EMP to destroy him, but the character killed him before he could stop the EMP. So there is an Man. eternal EMP in the center of the planet. And, um, so nope. this is uh, good guys versus bad guys. And, um, and all that jazz. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Dark ages. Jazz. You get to see, they repurpose a helicarrier because you can't run a helicarrier because you don't have electric. It's got huge sails on it, and it's and they use Aurora Storm is like the captain of the ship because she has to create the wind to move this massive ship. Oh, that'd be exhausting. So it is so cool. Um, yeah, interesting. Good book. Yeah, it's a fun book. Cool. I enjoy it. Although anybody can get killed in it, so you just know that right now. Watch out. Yeah, there's watch people, out, ladies and gentlemen. Axed. So my book of the week. Yes, book of the week. It's the book of the week. It's the book of the week. Book of the week. Is a Devil Reigns tie-in. So Marvel's got this thing going on called Devil's Reign where Kingpin has outlawed masks in his city. And in the city of New York, because he's the mayor of New York. So he is. You're not allowed to be like, I can't wear. Okay. You can't be hero. Or if you do, you get thrown in jail, blah, blah, blah. So they did this sort of, which was sort of like what Civil War was or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like people had to register or whatever. So, but now he's not the president or anything, but he is the mayor of New York and he's outlawed them in New York City. And that affects Spider-Man, the Avengers, Fantastic Four. Mm. So they, they don't took wear masks. Over, they took over the Fantastic Four building and- uh, Kingpin gave it to Doctor Octopus. Of course, to get he did. him so that mm-hmm. he could get him to use the. Uh, he wants Doc Ock to do something for him with of all course. of Reed Richards' stuff. Of course, he does because of course. Okay, this is called Devil's Reign Superior Four Issue One. Anybody who is a comic book fan for any time knows that at one time Doctor Octopus was Spider Man. He took over as Spider-Man. Regular people don't know. Comic people do. And the comic book was called The Superior Spider-Man. Superior Spider-Man. So, oh, no. So you're thinking that's what this vibe is going to be. This is Superior 4. So he now has the Fantastic Four building. He's using the Fantastic Four's gate that allows them to go to the different multiverses and different planets or whatever to create his own Fantastic Four that are really all different iterations of Dr. Octopus. The cool thing about this is 
I've told you about this before, how back in the 80s, they did a thing where the Fantastic Four was gone and they had to had to take four characters to be the Fantastic mm. Four. And it was like um, Ghost Rider, the Hulk, yeah. Spider-Man, and like Wolverine, right? So there is a Wolverine Doc Ock, a Hulk Doc Ock, a Ghost Rider Doc Ock, no. and then Dr. Octopus. No. Yes. And they that is are going- so silly. It is great. I know it's, it is such an That's homage. So it's funny. so funny. But what ends up happening is what you're finding out is that Dr. Octopus is using this gate and going and killing every version of himself and taking all of their knowledge. So he seeks, he sucks out all their knowledge out of their noggin and then they die. Spooky. So he is going to be Octopus Prime, I guess. I don't know. But the cover is really cool because it's got four <laughs> Dr. Octopuses in a row and underneath it says, 614, 615, 616, 617. For those of you who follow Because we're books, Earth 616. 616. And the, and the uh, Dr. Ock of our Earth is under the 616. So, but That yeah. is so, silly. I can't wait to see where it goes. That's, That's it. so funny. Uh, I love it. I love it. Okay. That's my comic books. Hannah, let's talk Encanto. Oh, I love this movie. First okay. of all. Where is Encanto and where can we where can we watch it? So Encanto is on Disney Plus. It was in theaters. It might still be in I probably not. It's probably not probably in theaters not. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um it takes place in Colombia and it is follows this family um and it is three generations living in a house and they live in an enchanted house because they were um their home. They were fleeing. They were fleeing they their fleeing? home. Re- they were refugees and they were fleeing their home. And then um, it's Abuela and Abuelo. Abuelo. Um, it means grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa. Grandma and grandpa. And grandpa um, was lost. Um, and in his sacrifice, they, okay, they received they were a miracle. Not- when that happened, they were not grandma and grandpa. They no, were they husband were and wife. Husband with and three wife with children. three kids. They had triplets, and so three, two girls and was, a boy. He was lost, and um, that day they she received their miracle, and the miracle this created miracle their house. Candle. It created mm-hmm. um, a safe space for them to live in, and it yeah. gifted the family with powers. Mm-hmm. And when they come of age, they leave the Five nursery and go and open. Uh, a door and they get their power. They yeah. get they get their gift. Their gift. They call, they it, a call gift. it a gift. And mm-hmm. the gift helps the community. Helps they the have, community, uh, makes their family strong. Yes. And what happens is, I don't even know the girl's name. Uh, Mirabelle. Mirabelle, when she was five, goes to open the door and the door disappears. She does not receive, she does not receive a, a gift. gift per se. Right. But, she, and so, so, the three children that the that the abuela and boilo bring are two mm-hmm. girls and a boy. Peppa, and Julieta, two, and uh, Bruno. Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk <laughs> about Bruno. So, uh, so yeah. So the two the two women the, they grow and they get married and they have um, children. So mm-hmm. Mirabel has two sisters mm-hmm. and uh, Louisa and. Yes, and Isabella. their powers their powers are flowers the two and daughters, strength. flowers and strength. But her she sisters. doesn't realize the extent of her power. Mm-hmm. The girl with it's the, so good. So the, and hold on. So 
<laughs> then the other daughter has one son, correct? That's it. No, no. Louisa has three kids. They each have three kids. Uh, huh? Peppa and Julieta, each, they each get married and they each have three kids. Julieta has three girls. Oh, yeah. And Peppa and Felix have three kids. They have two boys and a girl. Okay. Dolores. Oh, yeah, because one – wait a minute. One boy can change – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One boy does the animals. One boy can change yeah. how he looks. And the other girl can hear everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, oh, I get you. So three and three. So it's all three. Three and three. Three and I three. I didn't realize that. Except Bruno, but we don't talk about Bruno, so. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno is the brother who disappears, and you don't even, don't even realize who Bruno is if you watch the movie for the first time until, until midway through the movie. So – um, explain what happens in the movie, Hannah. So this Mirabelle is the is middle of the is middle in the family. No, she's not. She's the second youngest. Mirabelle is the second youngest, and she um what didn't receive a gift, and so she has like she doesn't understand why she didn't receive a gift, and then but she's her not little, bitter. She's not, she's not bitter. She works very hard to be a part of her family, and she very much help. loves being part of her family. She's part mm-hmm. of the Madrigals, is that what their family, the amazing Madrigals. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, she, um, her, her little cousin um, ends up getting a gift, and then um, she has to, um, what she, Antonio, um, mm-hmm. I call him Tonito, it's so cute. And yes. he... Um, what ends up happening the night that he gets a gift, she sees... She has a vision. She sees that there's cracks that are happening in their house, in their casita. And yeah. their house is alive because of the gift. And so she goes on this quest and a journey. Um, and all... Did you notice this? She, the journey she goes on is in their house. All of her... Yes, it's the all in the house. All in the house. She yeah. goes Everything on takes place in the house. Because it's a family story. Everything that happens mm-hmm. is about family dynamics. And she goes on a journey and learns about, like, family trauma and family history that people don't talk about and, like, family secrets and learns about, um, like, stuff that's going on behind the scenes that nobody talks about in her family. Um, and eventually... Are we spoiling it? Are we talking about everything that happens? This movie's been out since November. It was the end of November, actually. Okay. Yeah, because it came out. Watch the movie and watch it with your family. It's a great movie. Go ahead, Hannah. And the house eventually crumbles, um, Mm -hmm. and she runs away because the whole thing is Abuela has created this system of perfection that no one can emulate in order to keep them safe Mm -hmm. because, I mean, she's... A refugee and she's, lost her husband. Like she, she, yeah, she doesn't exactly. Mm-hmm. She experienced right. some pretty severe stuff when she was very young and had to create, forge a new three life. Three babies raising three children by herself. With, like, I can't even. Mm-hmm. Did you? The costuming in this is phenomenal. Did you okay, notice you that? You can't when say costuming because it's a cartoon. So, but, but the color theory and the costuming, it's a big Okay, deal. yes, that was great. Yes, yes, yes. The yes, color yes, theory yes, yes. in this is phenomenal. Did you notice mm-hmm. that Isabella is the same? Isabella and Abuela I don't know were the same Isabella colors? Is. Isabella's the flower oh, no, girl. I didn't notice. Gotcha. No, I didn't because, notice. Because Julieta's side of the family wears blue. And then Peppa's okay. side of the family wears yellow. And Abuela gotcha. wears purple. And she has a black shroud that she wears. And that's because oh, like she was because a, that's a, a, she's a tough exterior. I didn't much that's care her, for that's her. That's her putting on her. 
That's her putting on her armor is her black shroud gotcha. that she wears. And Isabella- Bruno was green, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. And green is the family, people that can see. That's like the whole, like, green is gotcha. like- And so if you notice, Mirabelle's glasses are green. Gotcha. So she's able no. to like see what's going on because his eyes, Bruno's eyes turn green when he sees the future because we do yeah. end up talking about Bruno, the music in this bops too. Oh my goodness. I'm being well, and here's the good deal. I've sat here and it took forever to get through the tag on uh, credits. And I was like, this has got to be, it's Lin-Manuel. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda. It has to be. Yeah. Of course it was. And his name popped up at the end, um, which was funny. I, um, but the, the color music theory is, is awesome. The music is phenomenal. I, this oh. is a, it's Did you watch it? Sad with that it came out when it came out. No, I didn't need to. I could listen. There was. Um, I didn't. So I watched it in theaters. What do you mean? It's sad it came out when it came out. I mean, it's sad that it came. That it people like. I think if this had come out when everyone was going to the movie theater, that this would have had a huge. Oh, it would have. I mean, it would have. Mm-hmm. And it still, I feel like, to me, has blown up. Like, I mean, it is a Latin American cast for. I mean, it, it's but phenomenal. It is like, it's like having a superpower in a family. Like everyone has powers, but, but you don't, Mm-mm. you know, and when no one has superpowers, no one is syndrome. special. But yeah, when man. everyone has superpowers, everyone is special syndrome. So yeah. And how she's treated by her family for not having powers. But I think a lot of thing it does is it also, it really, um, broadened, the definition of what their powers were mm-hmm. like, um, you know, the, the one sister who was so strong, Louisa. Who, yes. I'm um, a strong one. I'm not nervous. Surface pressure. That's her. And her eye twitches. Sings. Her eye twitches. When her she's eye twi- nervous. And she dances with the donkeys. Yes. <laughs> Makes me the, so um, happy. And how the, uh, the one sister who we just thought just did flowers. Isabella. Um, was able to, uh, after she comes to grips about everything that who she is and what she really wants out of life, but she gets to be whatever could she create wants. more mm-hmm. like cactus and beautiful colors coming out of this stuff and everything. The, and the whole thing, the whole like thought there to me was, well, she did what she was told that she was supposed to do. Yeah. She and supposed, she, she was supposed to be the perfect, she was supposed to be the perfect girl that made everything pretty. And so she made roses. She made what a yeah. wanted her to make. She made cacti, and I thought it was gorgeous. It was beautiful the way that did that. Um, Did you catch the uh, Doctor Strange? The Doctor Who. It's bigger on the inside. Hysterical. I was like, that on purpose? Is that on purpose? It's got to be on purpose. Man, it was a really cool. You didn't watch this in the theater, so what happens? The anytime you go see a Disney movie in the theater, there's a short beforehand. Oh, I didn't see the short there. So there's a short that goes along with it. I'm going to here to tell you this right now before you talk about that. And when the music comes on and the thing goes over top the daggone Cinderella's castle, you're like, yeah, there you go. And then, you know, the Steamboat Willie thing. I'm like, yeah, we're sitting back for this one. Um, Anyway, go ahead. But so it, this. What was the the short? The short was, it was two raccoons and it very clearly states up, we're going to tackle generational trauma in the next hour and a half. Um, Oh, really? Because of that? That's a good setup for that. It's a very good setup. So it's this little raccoon and his mom and they go out on this beach and the raccoon mom has this, is like missing, like half of their face is like scarred 
because oh, gosh. got attacked, attacked by a, like a seagull a or something. A creature gotcha. attacked her. And so this little Stop baby raccoon. Now. This little baby. Dad, this is serious. Seagulls. Stop it now. Sorry. You this go little, seagulls. That log had a child. This little, this little, but the baby raccoon is just like, oh, this is a new place and there's so many cool things to do and I want to see all of it and let's play and do all of these different things. And then. And the mom raccoon's, no! It's wolves. A wolf comes Ooh. and gets the baby like raccoon. Wolves. And then the baby raccoon. And then it's I like. Talk about wolves years in station later. 11. Years later, the baby raccoon is now the mom. And the, mm-hmm. and the mom raccoon has their own little baby, and they go out, and the mom starts treating the kid the same way that they were treated when they were at the beach because, hey, I have the scar on my face. I don't want you to get hurt. And gotcha. then, like, remembers, oh, wow, but I really loved being here and doing these things. Here, come, let me teach you about, like, why I got this scar and how you can be safe, and let's play together. And that was, like, what the— um, Gotcha. And so it really, thing for- it really beautifully set up, like, hey, we're going to talk about what generate, like, and didn't even, like, have any words. But I was like, ooh, gotcha. this is about generational trauma. We're just going to learn all about this. this well, is be great. and there's a lot about that in that fam, in that, in the in um, that, Encanto movie. Man. One of the saddest things in that movie was the fact that Bruno could see the dinner table and has oh, a table with his little spot there so he could have dinner with his family he just wanted to eat with even his though, family even though he couldn't be with his family i was like this is just so sad it was brutal I know it. dolores is sitting there talking about how she can hear him did you notice that in the song no in the song she's like i can hear him now do you understand like it's like saying like like oh, literally gosh. was like hey bruno had a gift that no one understood left everyone stumbling and they kicked him out do you get it do you get that that's what you are? Like, do you get it? And then it's like, I can always, he- she literally said, I can always hear him sort of muttering and mumbling. I associate him with the sound of falling sand because he's throwing salt over his shoulder over every his five shoulder. minutes. Oh, and because he's superstitious. And she can't yes. always hear him muttering and mumbling because he's living in the walls of the house. Some of the songs were so fast, it was hard to understand See, them. So like Into the, the Heights. Remember how I had the issue with Into the Heights? That's I why I asked about the subtitles. The because well, I, I watched this in theaters, and the song when Abuela is sharing about like what actually happened when she had to oh, leave yeah, her home end. at the very mm-hmm. end, that song is like called Two Caterpillars, um, but it's sung in Spanish. And so I had no right. idea what was happening. It was very beautiful. I, I just I didn't know yeah. what was happening because I, didn't I don't understand speak it Spanish. Either. But uh, in, if you listen, if you watch it with subtitles, it like says, say what it says what it is in English. I wept. (laughs) You weep all the time. I cried. I I lost it. And the animation on her face, on Abuela's face, is so sad. So this is a Disney Animation Studios. This is not Pixar. So this is Disney Animation. And I, I, it's probably one of my best ones. It's one of my, I'll watch it over and over again easy. Um, I love it. It's good. Yeah. And the music is so good. Ugh. Okay. I just loved it, Dad. I'm so, so glad how, you watched Hannah, it. How do you feel not having a superpower in the middle of living in a family? I'm just kidding. That's I, not, man, that's not funny of us, at all. None of us I have think, superpowers. I think every one of us could feel like her sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I don't fit in with this family for this reason, mm-hmm. or I don't fit in with the family for this reason, or everyone, I'm different from everyone because of this reason. Well, you're, that those reasons are, 
you know, the love of a family supersedes whatever you're thinking of that, but it's hard to reframe your thoughts on that. And man, but she had, I love that she didn't give up. She had such strength. And you could yes. see it from like the very beginning because Antonio is walking up to get his gift, but he's yeah. afraid to go. And he's like, I can't and do it by she, myself. You have to come with she me. He wants her. Yeah. And she's like, like the like I the last time it. I walked this way. Everybody looked mm-hmm. at me and I was a disappointment. And so now you want me to walk with you in front of all of the people who know I'm a disappointment? Yeah, because what happens if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. Well, and what fault? happens if it does work? Because then yeah. the magic didn't pick her. And so why didn't she mm-hmm. get picked? It's like, because she didn't get the right doorknob. Ugh. And we find that out later on Man. at the end of the movie. So good. She she does have a gift. So good. She does. I so I read a relationships. theory that her gift is opening doors, which is why she Wait, didn't. Get- where did you read this theory? TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> How did I guess? Her I gift is opening t- doors. So her gift is opening people. doors. Gotcha. And so she yeah. didn't is like opening walls, and so she didn't need. Yeah, this just, that's pff, whatever. I know. I'm still TikTok. mad she didn't get a gift. She should have gotten a. gift. She does have a gift. What is the her house, gift? The, it created that entire home. Her, she is the glue that fills the cracks. That oh, and that was something else. Bruno has been fixing the cracks in the mm. house all this time, without people knowing. And that that guy, the the guy who's in Bruno is also in. He is in Ice Age. Is in Chef. Is in Moulin I Rouge. Know. I don't uh, know. The guy who plays Bruno. Mm-hmm. Who is? I don't he know in, who it is. Who was he in this movie? It don't, it he was matter. Sid. We'll look it up. He was Sid in Ice Age. Uh, he plays Bruno. J- Leguizamo? Mm-hmm. That's Bruno. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, John. Something. John Leguizamo. <laughs> he, if I'm not mistaken, is writing a comic book currently. Cool. Yeah, I didn't like it. So oh, I didn't. Well, but I mean, anyway. you don't have to buy it if you don't like it, but cool for him. You'll get a kick out of this. New. This is a, since we're pretty much done talking about Encanto, one of the books that I got was um, Undiscovered Country. I've talked a lot about it. Yeah. And in Undiscovered Country, they were stuck in this, like the land of possibility and they had to create a new American masterpiece. We talked about uh, that. Oh, yeah. And uh, so the guy created it, his masterpiece, and then they decided they were going to do something totally different. And they go, but you spent all this time. And he goes, I basically just ripped off Hamilton. And he throws it into the water. And actually, yeah, that was funny. That was a Hamilton reference in Undiscovered Country. Well, a whole thing, uh, uh, like, my, I'm on Encanto TikTok pretty hard right uh, now. Like, pretty hard. Like, a lot of people like cosplaying and, like, stuff like that. Like, I'm chef's gifts here for it. All right. Whatever. Um, and there's a lot of mashups of Hamilton and Encanto. And next well, time I, I get one, I'll why. send it to you. Because it's because hysterical. Of that. Yeah. All right. So Encanto. So how many uh, uh, magic doorknobs would you give this? Six out of five. Oh, gosh. That's your gift, Hannah. Your gift is giving more, like going above and beyond the uh, it, prizes Dad, it you was can give. Just, like, I'm just going to watch it over and over again. I do. I, I'll give it a five. Easy. It's five. I'm it's gonna, probably the best Disney film I've seen in a in long a while. Time. Yeah, ease by far it is. I'll I'll grant you that. Best original, Woo, like I'm here, I'm here for like Frozen, but like best like. And it's for all ages. Mm-hmm. I grant I'm I'm almost 27 years old, 26 years mm-hmm. old, and I'm just like straight loving it. Gotcha. All right, so Hannah and I yes. also read <laughs> a webtoon. A webtoon. Explain what webtoons is, Hannah. For those of so people who don't know what they are, so webtoons is an online um, a web comic 
subscri- like service. Platform. Platform. It's so not you a can, subscri- it doesn't cost. It doesn't cost anything. You, there is some that you, you can, can pay for. You can uh, download the app and you can like pay for it and you like get comics early and stuff like that and like get to like talk mm-hmm. to the creators and stuff like that, kind of like right. Patreon. But um, it has a bunch of different types of comics. Um, they They like have different genres and different Mm -hmm. like maturity levels, um, for the comics. Um, and they come out weekly. So one of my, my favorite comic, um, is called Laura Olympus, which I've talked about on the podcast. You've talked about it multiple times. Uh Um, and it is on, um, mid season, um, hiatus Hiatus? of season two. So they just had the season two finale and she's on a four month hiatus. uh, Okay. Because, you have to come out with uh, Webtoons is every week. Yeah, it's a lot. Webtoons is well, weekly. It's like the daggone Detective Comics right now is weekly. Mm-hmm. But so, so the what we so what we, we read, read. Yeah. Is it affiliated uh, with DC? It is. It's DC. They they created it specifically for uh webtoons. It is mm-hmm. uh Batman Family Adventures, speaking of dysfunctional families and family trauma. Batman Let's Wayne have Family a Adventures. Billionaire have 1,800 orphans in his house. And it was above. really sweet. It is sweet. This is not your traditional dark night. This is... No, this is just, um, this is just Batman's kids. It's Bat- it is... Um, even Jason Todd, the Red Hood, does is... He's and there. Damian Wayne, who's a, a turd. turd in the comic books, still has a little bit of an attitude. You oh. can tell that you they are You can tell he's a turd. But he's not... They're not mean or cruel mm-hmm. or anything like that. They're it's just fighting over cookies and doing and one-headed handstands. Yes. And it's just, it's made directly for your phone. You can just swipe, just swipe up, up and it continually goes. Uh, it's perfectly made for your phone, or I guess you could use it on iPad. Well, all webtoons are like that. All webtoons mm-hmm. is you don't like okay. swipe pages. You just scroll. Gotcha. All webtoons well, are and, scrolled like that. You scroll up so or down. This is um, middle school and up. Easy. Um, I mean, little I kids would, wouldn't like it because it... You might have let me oh, read have this let you when all. I was in sixth or fifth grade or sixth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think... Because yeah. that's when I started reading comics was about that time. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, so this is the same deal. Um, it comes out... I think there's like... We read the first 10 episodes. First 10 episodes. The web... And it, man, web, it was like candy. I could have kept going. I know. It's really fast. Goes like, really it was quick. just really fast and it was really sweet. And they all were like individual stories. Mm-hmm. Except one. One kind of was two, or that three, um, where that guy was dating that girl. He liked the girl, and then they broke mm-hmm. it off at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, Duke is that character's name. Um, so yeah, so this it's a fun little thing that uh, you might want to check into if you're not if you're new to comics or want to find something that you think um, a family member might like. I, do you, they, I believe you can search by age. Um, you can search and genre. by age range. I would um, incur if you are going to. You let your yeah, kiddo be careful read, because I would always be on the website monitor. with them. Yeah, because there are some adult stuff on there. There are some grown my favorite comic is for grown-ups. Yeah. Just because it talks so, about some adult themes, not because it's like grotesque or nasty or anything gotcha. like that. It's just there are some grown-up stuff that happens in the yeah. um in the comic. So but, I um, would check on it. It's but cute. Other than that, it's, it is um, good for kids. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little thing to introduce into. I bet you, Hannah, you didn't realize all those characters were in Batman, did you? I, I, the thing I really liked about it is that they had these like AKAs on it. It was like yes, here's they have little this blocks person. That told- 
here's this person's name, here's their alias, here are three funny things about them. Yes. Yeah, like Barbara Gordon good. as Oracle was hysterical. Yeah. When she was mm-hmm. getting lunch with Commissioner Gordon and th- yeah, her, her little episode was very, very funny. Yeah. I thought that one, yeah, that so, one and the cookie one was my favorite. Yeah. The, the one where they fought Alfred's over the, the last cookie, last cookie. Yeah. It was very that funny. That is good. Yeah. So there you go, guys. The webtoons. I, yeah. Go. I really enjoyed it. I was reading, they like, on every webtoon, there are three highest liked, um, three highest like comments. And oh, there was one comment that I thought was really funny. It was like, here's the Batman slice of life comic book that I've been waiting for. And it's for free on webtoons. Yeah. It absolutely. Like, spot on. And if you like that kind of stuff, and if you have HBO Max, they have a audio podcast. Uh, Bat- it's, well, it's not this. It's a little bit, it's uh, Batman Audio Adventures. Mm. It's still more family friendly than the than I would consider the comic book. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so there's that on it's HBO just, Max. Man, so. it was really sweet. It was sweet. It was, it good. was sweet to read. And Alfred was funny, and all of the characters. Yeah, were it's funny. good because Alfred's not a, not around in the comic book anymore. Ah, uh, can't say that to me, Dad. I know it's, it's my bad. childhood. Nathan, pretend Nathan coming up. Would you like some tea? Like some sir? more tea, sir? No, thanks, Alfred. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Go check that out. It's probably on YouTube. Oh man, I don't know oh, where that's gosh. at on YouTube. It's I guarantee not, it's on. Let's YouTube. Let's not tell people about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's on YouTube. You should see it. Oh. It was funny in our basement. Yeah, so there you go. That's all. Oh, hey, I finished Station Eleven. It's done now. It's done done. So it's done done. The whole story is finished. So okay. if you want to watch it from beginning I to end, have to watch it. I started watching it again today. I got guess through, what happens? Three episodes. What? Semester starts tomorrow. Yep, school. That's all so, right. We'll see what I get up to. We'll see. There you it go. Might be nothing. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining in on this adventure as we yes. near the half century mark. Woohoo! Isn't that wild? So I, I um, one of my, one of my very good friends, her husband has a podcast and he says that it's like less than 15% of podcasts that start make it to 50 episodes. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. They do it because those people are like, hey, we're going to make money and become gazillionaires and ultimate so famous. And we're like. Yeah, we're just talking about nerd stuff that we both like. So we don't really care who listens, although we do care. We have two viewers. We're currently right now live, and we love you, viewers. You're the best. That was me looking at my phone, noticing that we have two viewers. Oh, well. But the only yeah. comment we have is you commenting, this is awesome, which I'm well, just going to LOL I about that, that for a minute. I thought that That's was the funny. best. It's funny. But few. Everybody hey. else is. Hey, give us the end roll. Cool beans. Hey, friends, thanks for hanging with us for this past hour or so. We're glad to spend some time in your earballs chit-chatting with you. Um, our our um, intro music is uh, composed, created, and played by Brockwell Nason. Thanks for doing that for us. He, yeah, Brock, um, you're awesome. Check him out any place you listen to music, on Apple Music, on Spotify. He has some cool bops up there. You can check him out, Brockwell Nason. Cool bops. Our art is made by Nate Turner. He made that on Microsoft Paint, which like is pretty, pretty, pretty cool, man. So pretty cool. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just doing that over and over again. <laughs> thanks for doing that for us, Nate. Um, yeah. I edit and maintain our podcatcher website thingy, and Daddy does the YouTube videos. On and occasion. we're killing it, pretty much. 
Yeah, we love it. We yeah. yeah there you go. So anybody listening and uh, you want to be like maybe our amazing guest on episode 50, hit us up. Yeah, those HBO you know? execs, the six HBO oh, execs. Dubs, I didn't tell you this. That um, the creator, uh, the guy who's currently writing uh, Fantastic Four liked my Instagram. No way. Oh, yeah. That's Dan so cool. Slott. That Man, would be cool. That invisible should, woman is dope. DM him. Hey, would you like to be on our podcast? What do you think he would say? No response. No. Crickets. Just ghosts you. I mean. But it's not ghosting when I've never even met the guy, but I would love to have him on. That would be fantastic. Anyway. Well, folks, I love you. Thank you so much for joining us, Hannah. Yes. I love you too. Thanks, And friends. until next time, catch we'll ya. catch you on the flippity, flippity flop. flop. Bye. Flippity flop. Bye, guys.